What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now let's get the show started. I was at a networking event and I think networking is one of the most powerful tools you can use in the beginning because it's personal connections and personal connections are going to get you your first clients every time the fastest. And I was having a conversation with this, um, was there actually a um, business partnership and they were telling me that they had this business and they'd had it for like two years and they were telling me all the problems that they had and they weren't getting any clients. And I simply said to them, so if I was able to get help you get you know, two or three clients in the next 90 days, would that help you? And they were like, oh my God, yes. What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. Hi everyone, my name is Mayowa and I'm the host of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm also the founder of the book Cut, a publishing agency that helps busy entrepreneurs write and publish a book that helps them become an instant authority in their niche and feed, build more credibility, amplify their reach and get more clients for their business. If you have a book idea as a coach, consultant or thought leader in your feed, head straight to the bookcut.com. That is T-H- e-b-o-o-k-c-o-t.com to book a call and on this episode of the six figure entrepreneur podcast i've got another amazing and awesome entrepreneur in the house and before we get the show started i'll just pass the mic to her she will introduce herself tell us a bit about herself and her business then get the show started hi everyone thank you Maya, for having me on your podcast i'm delighted to be here i'm all the way in ireland in the northwest coast in a place called donegal Okay. Uh, can you just tell us a bit about yourself and your business? What do you do and who exactly is Moria? Absolutely. So I work with entrepreneurs, mostly coaches, consultants, and I show them how to build a top tier income from speaking. And I also show them how to take that same um, talent and strategy and turn it into a globe trotting lifestyle of freedom because I truly believe that our voices are our most powerful and important marketing tools. So I really show entrepreneurs how to really leverage that so they don't have to figure out every complicated tactic and strategy in the book to get success. All right. Awesome. It's good to have you in the house. And I believe that today we'll have an awesome moment with you on the episode. So how did all this entrepreneurial thing, how did it go started? What is your story like? Can you just walk us through how it all gets started? Yeah, sure. Well, before I became an entrepreneur, I was a youth worker living in London doing the nine to five rat race like everybody else. I hit a wall around about my 36th birthday. I'd been in London for six years and it was clear that I didn't want to move up in my job and I really wanted more for my life. And at the time, I had no idea what I was going to do. And I really started looking around my life and I became really present to the fact that I was an expert in what I didn't want. 
and I really lacked expertise and knowledge and clarity in what I did want. So I took myself off to Paris for the weekend, as every girl would do when she wants to do a bit of soul searching. And while I was there, I basically created as, mu as many lists as I could about things that I really wanted from my life and what would really turn me on for the next 50, 60 years of being on this planet. And um, while I was there, my I got a phone call from my parents, which sounds like no big deal to everybody, but I was sitting feeling a bit lost in this cafe in Montmartre and when I saw the word home come up on the screen I literally had this sense of peace wash over me and I was like oh my gosh I want to go home now it made no logical sense I had left home when I was 18 I live in a really small country village like beside a mountain I didn't never I never wanted to stay there and I left when I was 18 and I couldn't wait to get out of there so wanting to go back there to fulfill my destiny was just like huh what is this but I trusted my heart I trusted the calling that I felt that day I moved back to Ireland and I realized very quickly that there was an opportunity to create a business out of inviting tourists to come and see this small local amazing place because it was like I'd never seen it before through like these new eyes and there was so much to offer, but nobody knew we existed. So for two years, I created heart-led adventure weekends for entrepreneurs, for corporate groups, for executives who wanted to get out of the city. And that's how my entrepreneurial spirit was really lit. And after two years of doing that, I realized that the real thing that people wanted for me wasn't an experience of you know, climbing mountains and experiencing this culture, was they wanted help with marketing. They wanted help with sales. So I moved from working in the tourism industry to working in the coaching industry. And then I discovered speaking as my fastest path to gain clients. And the rest is really history. My business started making multiple six figures less than two years later and have maintained a high multiple six figure business and a globetrotting lifestyle ever since. That was a fairly long-winded story there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's very cool because uh, from what you've talked about, you transition from a lot of uh, segments, you know, from one uh, phase to another, from your paid job to you uh, going to from London to Ireland. And, you know, from that, you starting a tourist guest company. And from that, turning into uh, speaking and helping people to speak, you know, it's a very uh, lovely story. And I know along the line, there have been some uh, e-cops, there have been some lessons, there have been some uh, challenges and the like. So when you transition from your nine to five, how was the transition like? Because I always love talking about uh, moving from that nine to five, like which is completely different to what we entrepreneurs are used to. Personally, I did the same. That was the route I took from my paid job to uh, being an entrepreneur. So how is how was it easy to transition from that uh, security of having a paycheck to that idea of, okay, I want to start a business and uh, I don't know if it will work or not. And also, how are you able to deal with the emotional roller coaster that is associated with taking that decision to uh, take that leap? Yeah, absolutely. So when I was choosing to leave my job, it was really hard to give up the salary because I was on a pretty good salary at the time, but I became very present to what I was doing with the money. And when I, you know, kind of really got down to the finer details of it, I was, you know, traveling, I was going to fashion shows, I partied a lot, uh, I bought a lot of clothes, all those things. So when I started to think about giving up the money, which was really hard, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs are afraid to do that, I started looking at, well, what will I gain if 
I do give up that money and the list for what I would gain just became so long that I was just it just became like an obvious choice to do plus I trusted my skill set I trusted that I knew enough about the world that I had transferable skills plus I had worked in uh, sales and marketing for like about eight years before I got into youth work so I knew that I understood how to get clients and I knew that I was creative enough and I think we don't put enough emphasis on our creativity and because I put all of my faith into that the decision to do that was easier. Now, to add to answer your second question about the roller coaster, I mean, my first response to that is, does it ever end? I mean, it is a completely crazy roller coaster journey of being an entrepreneur. And it's really important that I think if you're not going through a roller coaster journey, either you're not challenging yourself enough or you're not becoming the person that you need to be to create the results that you want fast enough. And I think when people refer to the roller coaster, it is because it moves so fast. When you put your um, intention into creating a really huge result, like one of the big um, goals I have at the moment is to create a million dollars from a launch. And as soon as I created that goal, like I feel like I'm going through maybe six months of work in a week because the goal is so big that everything has magnified my mindset issues with my mindset has magnified it's like you know it just stretches you so much so I don't think that the roller coaster journey ever ends but what I do think happens is that we just get better at dealing with the problems and we get solutions faster and the faster you can get solutions and become aware of what's holding you back the faster you're going to get results that's what acceleration really is to me all right, that's awesome. You know, one uh, one big takeaway uh, I got from that is the fact that uh, when trying to make that decision of transitioning from your uh, nine to five uh, to being an entrepreneur, you made a list of what you have to benefit. And when you uh, saw the list, the list actually uh, was more than what you have to lose. And I think that is a very simple and cool strategy that listeners out there who are planning to take that leap can actually uh, adopt and that's a very good one so thank you so much for that tip uh so present day uh how is your business what is the structure of your business like and revenue wise where are you in 2022 yeah sure so um i have um the structure of my business is really high level uh coaching programs and um doing about five hundred thousand a year at this stage and again, the goal this year is to not make seven figures in a year, but to make seven figures in, let's say, a week. So it's a pretty big goal, but it's like, it's really, it's just putting everything that I have been doing on steroids. And, you know, my business has been at the multiple six-figure mark for probably, probably since my second year of being in business. And I, um, I started in 2015, but um. You just never know what life is going to throw at you. And in 2017, um, my mother passed away, which was completely unexpected. And then before I knew it, my father was sick. So there's a five-year period where my parents both ascended from this earth. And I think that it's a, it's a message for any entrepreneur that's listening right now is to get going with your goals as soon as possible. Because I can guarantee you that life is going to happen. It happens to all of us. We're all going to face that at some point, but it zaps your energy. You're not the same person and you have to get to know yourself in a whole new identity. And then you're dealing with the identity 
identity of becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a successful entrepreneur. And then you have to deal with the identity of not having your parents anymore or not having one of your parents anymore. And that really stalls you. So it's taken me about five, five and a half years to sort of be kind to myself, get over that part of my life, or I don't know if I ever get over it, but come to terms with it. And you, me as a new person, someone who doesn't have her parents around her anymore to cheer her on and to be really, I would say on my own on this journey. And because of that, I, I really feel like that's how I was able to take on this new goal with such gusto and clarity to be like, yeah, I have the energy to do this right now. But really my message there is don't wait get going with your goals because you won't have the energy you have today forever all right thank you for another awesome tip over there uh so like uh this is my favorite part of the uh all the podcast episode where i have to throw my guests a lot of questions and they get me back with answers are you prepared uh, yes i'm prepared all right so if you have to recommend one book that you have read that has changed your life what book would that be well, without a question of a doubt, it's Think and Grow Rich. It's the absolute Bible of success and mindset. And any entrepreneur who is going through their business without reading that book is just missing a major opportunity. It is the Bible of success. I read it every year. And from the very first time I picked it up, I was like, right, this is going to be on my bookshelf for as long as I am an entrepreneur. In fact, every time I read it, I learn something new. And also, you know, it, you also then can see the methodology of some of the great gurus that are right there, that that book is really the foundation of all success and all strategy. And as we know, success, 80% uh, of success is mindset. So not understanding or not being aware of that book and using that as a tool to create success faster is a missed opportunity. So without a doubt, that's the book. Okay. All, all right. Think and grow. Uh, let me just chip this in. Uh, in 2011, when I was uh, looking for a job uh, after like two years outside of the university, I read that book and one time and the other, the second time I read that book, I just got a chapter. I just saw a chapter I missed when I read the book. And the chapter was about a woman who actually got a job for a, a son or so. I, I can't remember. And that particular chapter was the strategy I used to uh, get my uh, only paid job back there. And just, I just remember now that that book is a very awesome resources and it has really helped me. It was a very awesome book. So a link to the book uh, will be included in the show notes for this episode. Just head straight to www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com and the link to Think and Grow Rich, uh, you'll find it in the show notes. So uh, still speaking about book, uh, Moria, if you are to write a book today, what would that be about? If I was to write a book today, what would that book be about? Yeah. I think at this stage of my business, I think the smartest book that I could write would be a lead generation book. So a book that would share the strategy and the tactics around what I've done and how fast I achieved the result that I did and that book would be about using speaking to grow your business and how in your local area in your local virtual world there are rooms of people that are waiting to hear your message and the only reason that you're not speaking on those stages is because you're missing one thing and that's you're simply not asking for the opportunity because this is one to many on steroids and I think that when entrepreneurs start their business the hardest thing for them is to get clients right 
So instead of being out there trying to find one client and then another client, get yourself at the, at the, in the front of a room, share your expertise and invite people to connect with you. That will put your business and your lead generation on steroids. That's what worked for me. That's what works for my clients. And even with this virtual world, that opportunity is now a hundred times more because since the pandemic, one of the great things that came out of the pandemic is that there's so many more virtual events and it's so much more acceptable to do events online now as it was before. All right. That would be a very awesome book that I personally would like to read if uh, you've got that book because as an introvert and a, a very shy and reserved person, it's very hard pushing myself out there to, uh, talk on stage and and you know tips like you mentioned uh something that you can put in that book with all your waiters of experience and all your years of working uh with people to get speaking gig i surely know that book will be a very good resources so right now you've mentioned that book and uh is very so what exactly uh is stopping you or what exactly has stopped you from writing that particular book over the years I wouldn't say that anything has stopped me. I think what's probably um, held me back is that I haven't simply focused on doing it. Like it's already downloaded from here onto the computer and I've just hired a new personal assistant who's gonna actually be with me here in my house. And one of the major tasks we have over the next six weeks is to pull all that together so that I can get it published. So it's not a case that it hasn't been written. It's absolutely there. It needs to be edited. I just haven't published it yet. So let's see, maybe in the All next right. couple of months, we'll be sending you a copy. All right. And uh, just to uh, add to what you said, you know, as a book coach, I always uh, love the idea of book because I believe, just like you said, everybody has something to share. And you've got a lot of goodies and a lot of value bombs that uh, people have their need to access. So uh, right now, like, you know, one thing about consulting business is the fact that uh, People always uh, look towards, oh, I would like get clients and this stuff. Can you recall how you got your first sale when you started your speaking consulting business and how exactly are you getting your clients? Can you just walk us through a brief of uh, that process and how you got that first sale and the story behind it? Yeah, absolutely. I was at a networking event and I think networking is one of the most powerful tools you can use in the beginning because it's personal connections and personal connections are going to get you your first clients every time the fastest. And I was having a conversation with this, um, was there actually a um, business partnership? And they were telling me that they had this business and they'd had it for like two years and they were telling me all the problems that they had and they weren't getting any clients. And I simply said to them, so if I was able to get help you get, you know, two or three clients in the next 90 days, would that help you? And they were like, oh my God, yes. I was what about if it was six? Because I knew the type of business that they had. And they were like, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, well, I don't see any reason why you can't. Let's have a conversation about how I can help you. So that conversation led to them working with me for three months and then another three months because they kept getting clients and they then led to telling their friends about working with me which then led to me getting referrals and then my business just sort of took off from there all right that's a very very lovely one and, and i think it's all boiled down to adding value to people and having conversations like with people you never know what can happen uh, when you put yourself out there and i think moria here is a very good uh uh, strategies are behind putting yourself out and getting speaking gig. What is one thing that you've done in your business that got you a very big win? I think one of the things that cost me a very or awarded me a very big win was 
probably around five years ago, I was aware that speaking on stages was one of the most powerful things that I can do. And um, I knew that there was this event taking place and the organizer of that event was very well connected. So I drove three hours to get to this event because I just wanted to have a conversation with this one person. And it was one of those events where you were sat at the table, so you didn't have a choice to sort of work the room, which is kind of someone like me's nightmare. So long story short, I managed to get in front of her and I asked her, um, or she asked me, what are you working on? And I told her I was on a mission to get my message out in front of as many entrepreneurs as I could in Ireland this year. And uh, would she have any suggestions of places that would welcome my message? And she was like, yeah, I think I would. And she goes, you know what, just email me um, tomorrow and I'll see what I can do. So I went home that night and this is a lesson to everybody. I didn't wait until the next day. I want to email her right then in the, in the moment when she's very clear in the conversation and what she was, what she was willing to do for me. So I sent her an email that evening, kind of recapped the conversation, my mission, what she had said that she'd be happy to help me with. And she sent me an email back the next morning and she said, wow, I love the enthusiasm. She says, I actually have been thinking there's at least three people that I can introduce you to. Now, it wasn't that she introduced me to three people. That was amazing, which meant that got me three speaking opportunities. But though that one question of asking her led me to three speaking opportunities, which then when I put everything together, what was created, created close to 200,000 in revenue for me over the 18 months that followed that one question. And I think that that one question is like a thing that stops entrepreneurs. Like entrepreneurs are afraid of asking for what they want in case they get rejected in case somebody says no but welcome to the world of rejection folks that's what entrepreneurship is all about it's how we handle it and if we can take the lesson of asking better the next time or taking um every time somebody rejects us as a way to improve for the next time so that was one of the things that really catapulted my business Maui all right awesome uh, one big lesson uh, I would like listeners to take away from that is the fact that get yourself out there, ask for that uh, recommendation, ask for that referral, and uh, rejection will come, but uh, surely you will get one yes that will make it worthwhile, just like uh, she has already uh, mentioned. What is one superpower that you think you've got that has contributed to you winning in business? I would say that a superpower that I have is my enthusiasm. And um, enthusi the word enthusiasm actually comes from the Greek entheo, which means in God. And I think that if we can really trust that there is a higher power working for all of us at all time and have that natural enthusiasm towards what we're doing, we can't not but fail. And in fact, when it comes to sales and marketing, if you approach it from a place of natural enthusiasm, that's actually for me, one of the most foolproof path to paths to profit because people will be naturally attracted to your energy. And it's actually the opposite of what selling is because selling gets this really bad name of being pushy and car salesman and all that. But actually, if you approach it from absolute enthusiasm about your mission, then you're going to find that more people will pay attention to you, will be inspired by you and will ultimately buy from you. All right, awesome. So uh, we've talked about superpowers and uh, the enthusiasm, enthusiasm that you have. So that is sure we are all human and uh, surely we have something uh, we have been struggling with. So what is one thing you have been struggling with in business and how are you working towards uh, resolving that? One thing that I have been struggling with in business 
one thing i have to repeat that question yeah he's, he's okay <laughs> there, there's no doubt that i'm struggling with lots of things because you know you're when you're in deep focused action all the time like that's when problems come up because as soon as you solve a problem it creates another problem so as problem solvers we're naturally creating problems for ourselves so let me think about something that well, I mean, one thing that I have struggled with a lot and has just really like done my head in is Facebook ads. And I say Facebook ads because in the last six months, my account has been shut down twice and with no explanation from Facebook as to why, no, we cannot see what guidelines we've been violating or anything like that. So that is a real struggle. And the reason that's such a struggle is because it's so out of your control. And that is one of the hardest problems I think to deal with is things that you don't have control over because there's nothing I can really do about it if I don't know what it is. But I would say that has been the biggest struggle because Facebook ads was a big part of our um, scaling plan this year, which has not worked out. So we've had to look for an alternative. Right. I can relate with what you said because over the past two years, I've, my account has been banned on banned. And finally, I got a message that uh, some months ago, I think that should be by January or so that. Uh, this is the final uh, slap and it's very, very painful because uh, I have some e-commerce uh, uh, stores and they re actually fed uh, mainly on Facebook ad. But, you know, over just like you mentioned, we can't really help. Uh, we can't control a lot because we are not Facebook and we don't have any power. And what I did then was just, okay, what are the alternatives? That is when I uh, got to know about Google Display Ads, uh, Google Search Ad and YouTube advertisement. And I've been learning and uh, even though it's a very new environment, uh, different entirely from Facebook, but they surely have some prospect. And I think I just achieved that. Uh, probably it might be very helpful to you. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? And on the journey, I also found um, an agency who solves that problem for you within hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's another option. But you know, for me, I, before I can even hire someone, I love to know exactly about what I'm uh, outsourcing to people so that I will be able to understand what our, our return, my return on investment would be and what the processes are. Uh, so that is it. So uh, what is one thing that you are excited about right now beyond your business? One thing that I'm super excited about with my business is that my next uh, retreat with my clients is going to be in Florence, Italy. And the other thing I'm really excited about is I just booked a trip to the Dominican Republic where I'm going to go to a super high level uh, speaker training with entrepreneurs who are millionaires and it's going to be an amazing opportunity. So actually those are two things. And as you can tell, those both of those things are travel related. And I really love to leverage my business to travel the world. And I think that if we can do more of that, we can enjoy the day-to-day -day of our business more because at the end of the day, business is actually boring. It's kind of the same thing all the time. The thing that never gets boring is our lives. But if we put all the emphasis onto our business, we can end up just having a business that's kind of cookie cutter style with no real excitement. So I really try and put my lifestyle first. And for me, that's about having the freedom to travel the world and leveraging my business to do that. Yeah, that's awesome. And that is one of the beauty of entrepreneurship when uh, we actually get it right. Like you'll be able to have time to explore life beyond business, uh, to spend time with people you love, to have fun. And uh, it's not really bad to have fun. And I think just like you said, business can be very boring. Um, we have to have something in our personal life uh, to balance all the 
boredom out. So before we say goodbye on the show, can you just give us one big lesson that uh, you like entrepreneurs out there to learn about uh, speak, getting speaking gigs and everything that you do, especially uh, for consultants and coaches listening to this uh, podcast? Then you tell us where we can find you online. Then uh, we say goodbye. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, the most obvious place for any entrepreneur to start if you've never spoken before is to, you know, look at what's going on in your local area. Like, where are the groups that have your ideal clients? Because those are going to be some of the easiest opportunities for you to book because you've got the familiarity. And generally, any if, you, if you're an entrepreneur in a locality, whoever's organizing those events are going to want to support you because that's, that's human nature. And you've, when you've got that familiarity, then it's a great way for you to get booked. So that is one of the first thing I could, I could tell people to do. And before I do that, I think that people tend to be like, well, what use would that be? Or, you know, speaking at my local library, what was that? I was making multiple six figure biz, uh, making multiple six figures in my business. And I started by speaking on small local stages. But every time I spoke on stage, it led me to another stage. So it's not looking at the quality of the stage or the room that you're speaking on. Focus on you going there and doing such a good job that you get invited to speak to somewhere, speak somewhere else. And that's how you actually get big stages these days. When you see events and famous speakers on them, they aren't like applying to speak. They're invite, being invited to speak because whoever's organizing the event saw them speak somewhere else. One of the first events I spoke at had about 20, 30 people in the room. But there was a woman in that room who hosted a prestigious event that was going to have over 200 people at it. And because I spoke on a small stage, she then didn't even invite me to speak on her stage. She says, you will speak on my stage because we need your story. We need your inspiration. So that's what I would say. And that's the E. Everybody can do that. Absolutely. Everybody can do that. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, you have been a lot. You have shared a lot of uh, value to us on this episode. And uh, can you just tell us where we can find you online and every good stuff that you are onto in your business or uh, where we can access it online? Yeah, absolutely. You'll find me on Facebook, on Instagram. Those are the places I hang out the most. And if somebody wants to really hang out with me, I host a monthly speaker challenge called Dialing Your Destiny. So if speaking is something you want to do and making high ticket sales from speaking. Uh, check out that challenge and I encourage you to be in the VIP because that's where I really be dropping gold during that week. So I do that every single month. So you can reach out to me for information about that or maybe you can put it in the show notes. Yeah, thanks so much. Like, if you are listening to this and you are interested in getting speaking gigs for uh, your business as an entrepreneur, just head straight to www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com and search for Moria. That's M O I R A in the search bar, and you will get the show note for this episode. Every resources and every book and every or something that I should mention on this show, uh, you can find it on that page. So, thank you so much for jumping on this call and sharing your entrepreneurial uh, story and also uh, tips about getting speaking this and all the good stuff that we have talked about. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. We celebrate you uh, for keeping the entrepreneurial fire burning. Thanks for all you do. And thanks for being a very awesome uh, value to the world and uh, the world at large and even to the world around you. And I know next time if you say you should jump on this uh uh, call with me to speak about specifically about getting speaking gigs and every other thing attached to that. I know you say yes to that. Okay, sure. Yeah. Ah, okay. So thank you so much, and uh, we catch you next time. All right. Thank you. All Bye. Right. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.